think that's a perfect segue into pirates. <laughs> you know, that reminds me a lot of uh, pirates. <laughs> you know, that old man, he reminds me a lot of pirates. <laughs> uh, okay, cool. Um, well, welcome, listeners. We are talking today about pirates. Yes, our seafaring friends, uh, the booty-getting, grog-drinking, treasure-hunting, swashbuckling, pants-stinking, buccaneers, <laughs> Pirates, where is the West Indies? <laughs> uh, Good question. Not. I hear it referenced in everything I listen to, and I did yeah. not bother to look it it's up. It's like okay, no so I looked at a map. If you go to like look at a map at Cuba, and then it's like uh, Haiti, and then there's just all the string of islands that creates like the semicircle down all the way down to Venezuela. Is it because they thought they were? Um, in India, right? In, no, but they thought they were going to India, and they found out it wasn't, and they're like, oh, it's just west of India. Yep. <laughs> that I mean, sounds right. <laughs> it's technically true. Everywhere it's, is west but, of India. Something that I learned, and like everything that I was listening to, <laughs> <laughs> well, everything's, really everything's also kind of east of India. Yeah. Like the East India trading. California company. is just East India. Eventually. The British and Spanish are very <laughs> important to this, though. Like, that's the thing, right? Like, that's where, yeah. at least from what I've learned, there was a lot of Dutch pirates, French pirates, and Spanish pirates. So, like, to them, yeah, this is just West India. I, I mean, we should look that up because I don't think that's right. I don't think that's why it's called the West Indies. Well, I think... You it, have a computer in front of it, you. I'm not going to move this computer. It's doing a job. Oh, right. Oh, I got a phone. You got a computer in your hand. You're right. Um, I think the joke... about that for a I don't think it was a joke, but it was the whole... Oh, we went to go find the spice trade and all this other shit, and then we thought we landed in India. It's oh, like, wait, it's not India. I guess it's the West Indies. Yeah, no, that's West. really it's it's just the Caribbean is the West Indies. I think it. I think it's a it was a nickname and it's uh, that's like what, because he did, mistakenly right? called it. Yeah, India. That's why. Who was that? And so Magellan? they renamed him the West Indies. Who did that? Amerigo Vespucci, the motherfucker. Our assumptions were completely correct. Yeah, that sounds right. I remember learning something like that. Yeah, this is why we have a podcast. That this is what this podcast is meant to do. We bullshit our way to the truth. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I find that I'm just normally correct. <laughs> okay. That's cocky. Uh, it's also extremely incorrect. I'm always wrong. Anyway, so I dove into a lot of seafaring laws, especially with pirates. You dove into it? Good one. Oh, yeah. Seafaring did you, law? Did you walk the plank? Uh, <laughs> no, okay, so this is what I learned, that when, when we talk about, like, the rules of the sea, which they're always kind of these unsaid rules of the sea that I will tell you some of them that you probably know, um, but they call it, or they refer to it as the hydrarchy, which is really cool. Hydra? Like, hail hydra? You can think of it in the same way of like monarchy would be like the ruler of but like hydrarchy. One part person. Anarchy is like with nobody ruling. Hydrarchy literally is translation to like the sea ruling. So it's like what the sea rules, what the sea demands of like law, which is pretty cool to me. That's and badass. Some of it's said, some of it's like said and written down. A lot of it is just unsaid rules that people know of. Like essentially, and so much of it comes from superstition. Everybody in seafaring, not just pirates, like sailors and traders, everybody were very superstitious. 
like knock on wood, you guys know the phrase, whether you believe it or not, you at least know of it. So it's kind of these things that they would know. Like like an adage. Sort of, sort of, but kind of like cats were seen to be good luck on ships. Um, but there is truth in that too, because they would eat rats, they would scare away like bugs, stuff like that kind like, of. So people would want cats on ships, but also rat, like if a ship with no rats was seen as a, a haunted ship. Um, women on board were seen as bad luck. And these were just all kind of like some of your like unsaid, lesser known sea rules, you know? And then there is the more like hard cut sea law. And I love it. <laughs> it's it's a so really, it's a written code. It's sort of for the sea. It's, it's sort of pirate, Kyle. Sort of pirate code. Like I said, some yeah. of it's unsaid. Some of it is more known. It's just some of it's practiced. So, so I take all of my reference for this type of stuff from Pirates of the Caribbean. So that it's super wrong. It's very like a lot of what I knew about or what I thought about pirates, mm -hmm. especially how cruel they could be, is not always true. Like there's definitely the pirates and there's definitely those crews that would go out there. And just love killing captains. Love killing. Um, what were they? Uh, not like not like deckhands, but essentially like your first mates, your officers on board. Mm -hmm. um, were all held to like this code where if a pirate ship were to capture and attack a ship, and then they would first thing they would do is take their crew hostage and ask, "Do you have any gold? Do you have any rum?" And if they didn't, it's where do we find gold? Where do we find rum? And if they don't know, they would base what happened to this crew based off of justice. And they would try to keep to it very, very much like, there were those pirates that would go there and just kill them all. Uh, but most of them would essentially say, well, here's your options. And they would list them out and do any of these three options, which could be, how, how has your captain and the officers been to you? What are you doing out here? Cool. You can have your ship. You can have your crew. You can go. If what We're they, just going to take all your shit. If what, no, not even. But if what that they said pleased them, they would just let them go, essentially, if they got the information that they wanted. Mm. So no plundering. They would just capture the ship and just If ask they the helped questions. them, maybe like, maybe like, yeah, well, we know where there's gold or there is some gold here. Essentially, like... It's a very strange interrogation form is all. But what I'm saying is, like, they were saying that it wasn't good cop, bad cop. It's literally just good cop, good cop. Whereas they would go in there and there was a lot of pirates that were just very into justice. And if they were saying like the, the privateers on board would be like, or like the lesser people would be like, yeah, we get beaten all the time. It's super unfair, super unjust. <laughs> they would punish the officers and the captain on board with any slew of like just a cat of nine tails, mm -hmm. public shaming. Just the stuff on board, you know. Just the stuff cat on board. And then they would let them go. And then so if it was I, really bad, they'd kill them. I read somewhere about the first pirate. Well, for like modern times because there was pirates before our like pirates that we read about that are in pop culture yeah but I, I remember reading that the first pirate was something along those lines of like a first mate and his crew was being treated really shitty on board so he just mutinized the captain of the ship i don't remember his name and i hate that i can't remember his name but i just perused this story and he became like sponsored by queen elizabeth essentially after he did that yeah and was like one of the first hired pirates yeah by the english um treasury well when i think of pirates i think of the Pirates of the Caribbean, like the scallywag, yeah. un, like super uneducated ruffian sort. Uh, I'm sure that existed. I'm sure it did. But what he was saying is most pirates would have been essentially displaced soldiers after wars. Yeah. Um, they would be farmers at times. 
smart people. Like they were human. And so that's one thing that like what I was learning, like they kept saying is like these they are humans. weren't monsters from the depths. Essentially though, but that like they weren't completely unjustified in the sense of we captured your ship, we're gonna kill all of you. Yeah, I understand that was rare. That yeah, almost it's not happened. like they were not, and I'm not saying that pirates were good people, but they were not nearly as cruel as the, that, you know, I assumed. There right. were those pirates for sure. Um, and by the way, I did, like when you're talking about earlier pirates, I've heard this referred to as the buccaneer era, which mm -hmm. is, I don't know if what you're talking about would be a different era or what it would be. So there was pirates during like the Roman era. So like Julius Caesar was captured by pirates. Right, but I don't like think written. they would fall within this buccaneer era. Yeah. I think that's more that's of like... The, right, no, we have pirates now. In that, right. Like, the buccaneer era is your Caribbean West Indies yes. pirates. That's the, the pop culture right. pirate that you see at Disney. But a lot of these pirates were Dutch and English and Spanish, mm -hmm. and they had those Somali. allegiances still. Like Spanish pirates would be... A, like have an allegiance with other Spanish pirates. There was these like unsaid codes that they would help them out. They just wanted other crews to be treated fairly as well, which so I thought was like very interesting. It's almost like a police force in the. In so the, the hierarchy was just. I'm I'm sailing by. I see a ship. We exchange some words, and then. No, I think that it comes down to, like, okay, a good example would be, like, the parlay thing, right, from Disney. Right. Like, and so when I was, when I would be watching those movies, I would think, well, why would a pirate ever adhere to, like, a parlay? And like, oh, it's pirate's code, you know? But that kind of is true. If right, because if I'm rules, never adhering to a parlay, then I can only expect the worst right. as well. But they're more or less making sure that ships are being run correctly as well, because it kind of only makes sense for them, right? They sure. want to run, they want to operate in these waters unscathed, essentially. And so if they were getting rid and making all of the lesser people out on these ships like them and making the officers and the captain on board think twice about abusing their ships, it only benefited them in a way. Mm. And it's just hierarchy. It's just what you did. <laughs> it's just hierarchy. It's the rules of the sea. How far off coast do you have to be before hydrarchy is a thing? I don't know. I think, are you in the ocean? Hydrarchy. So one thing that they mm. would do, and one of like the biggest punishments, the most common punishments for captains um, and officers is shame. And that's it would just be shaming them. So you would be, essentially, I heard a th guy talk and he said, this was actually on another podcast, and he said, imagine just being on a dock and a ship rolls in, and you notice that it's all these officers and a captain that went out looking for whatever, who knows what, and all they have on them is their hats, and they're completely naked other than that, sunburned, Cute. everything like that, and they would do that. They would be rowing to them. They would take everything from them, strip them naked, give them hats, and just say row. And so they would just row to shore and be shamed in doing that because you know what happened to those people. Yeah, all their shit got stolen. Yeah, they were shamed, because they were, but they would only do this to people who were cruel is essentially what they're saying. Most pirates, not all pirates. Also, key hauling. I found out what that is. You gonna let us know? Do you want to know? To get key hauled? Is it um, something? Gross? It's, no. It's oh. so they would like. I guess they would like tie a rope around you, and then have enough slack, and then tie it to. I'm not entirely oh. sure what it is, but something that moves on the ship, and it would eventually pull you back to where the rope got tighter and then it would pull you overboard but keep you tight enough so that your back is against the ship. You get scraped against which, the barnacles? Yes. 
It's mm. exactly what they say. You get scraped across all the barnacles and then all of the, like, you're on the back of the boat. So all of the waves and the wake and everything is just crashed into you. And you're still alive for a good amount of time until you, I guess, either key hauling or haul. I thought it's key hauled. Like, you've been key hauled. H-U-L-L? I thought key you said key hauled. No, key hauled. Like, Are you saying it's something? No, key hauled. H-A-U-L-E-D. Key hauled. Key hauled. There were, yeah, key Keel, K-E-E-L-H-A-U-L-I-N-G. Yeah, the keel is a portion of a ship. It's like, yeah. the, it's like the side of a ship. Yeah. Yeah, I just thought that was very, very interesting as far as uh, unsaid piracy law and how benevolent some pirates could be or how just pirates could be. Yeah, because we think pirates just are rapscallions. It's just weird people. to me like the like thinking about it as far as these were normal humans that didn't want to just go and kill a bunch of innocent people. Really? Yes. Yeah, right. But like you, like what, sarcastically. The yes. way that they're depicted throughout my entire life has been that. Right. You know what I mean? Well, it's like the same thing as like ninjas and samurais and all that other knights and shining armor and all that stuff. Sure, but I mean I, I didn't do any research into this, but I would say even modern day pirates tend to just take things over and use it until they get whatever they want. Yeah. Like, I don't think they're killing everybody on board. And just, No, 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 no. They're not sailing the high seas making sure every ship that goes by is just fucking slaughtered. Exactly. Right. Yeah. It doesn't make any sense. Exactly. It's, right. Yeah. So here we're talking sense about pirates. Sensible, yeah. sensible so pirates. So far I've got pirates were good people. So far, yeah. There was a group of pirates called the Boring Pirates that didn't drink. They weren't allowed to have sex. They didn't, like, they, they were, were almost, Christians. like, no, like, m- more than that. And they, they were, were just, pirates. like, they were called the Boring Pirates, and they just kind of, like... What did they do that was pirate? Really? They, they probably... Well, they did kill a lot of people. They probably bootlegged. <laughs> bootlegged. I don't know if that's what it's called when it's on the sea, but they probably ran rum and spices and stole gold. So they didn't drink rum or anything. No, but that ship. doesn't mean you can't sell it. They didn't drink at all. That's what they said. So scurvy was just rampant. Well, they didn't drink alcohol. Yeah, but the the way that you keep alcohol on a ship is by or keep water on a ship is by putting alcohol in it. Not all the time. That's only if you're on the high seas, Kyle. So they would stay in the shallows. Did you all learn about grog at all? I learned about I didn't. grog. My answer is I, I wouldn't know, but they didn't drink to get drunk. They must have been rationed grog then. <laughs> I don't. That know. was a thing. Grog was rationed. Really? Yeah. yeah you put what is rum in water. You take it. No, you got it. That's all I know. That's it. Just put rum in. It's so like it's a certain. Water. It's like a specific mixture of rum to water, and it was meant to keep the water potable because it would grow algae and it would taste horrible. Oh. So it's a way to like kind of clean it, right? Yeah, and they would ration it to sailors. This was like in the navy. Like this is originally started, I think, in the English navy in like hmm. the seventeen or eighteen hundreds. So it, would it have like like would you get drunk? From oh it? yeah, you get drunk from it. Yeah, it's like the drunken sailor stereotype. That's why. That's funny. I didn't know <laughs> that. Prior to the the water mixing thing, they would just ration rum a day, but it started to become a problem when people would just keep their rum rations, and then like uh, pull them up for days, and then on and like then they're dehydrated five, and drinking. Yeah, on day five <laughs> they just drink all their rum. <laughs> get hammered. That's some pirate um, shit right there. Yeah, that was just that was the navy. It's not even. I'm sure pir- pirates. That's some pirate shit. Yeah, pirate I know that's why they call British people limey bastards. Yeah. Why? Because the sailors, when they came over to the New World, would have to eat a bunch of limes to fight off scurvy. Hmm. And then they started putting lime in the grog. 
So then Grog oh. was rum, water, and lime. And then Captain Morgan was like, oh my god. <laughs> You've done it. <laughs> you found out the secret. They're just drinking Jack and Coke all the way over. <laughs> but that, that I guess that was like a, a thing all the way up until uh, like 1970. They're still like doing it. Recently. The Navy's just drunk the entire time, yeah. adhering to the justice at the sea. Yeah, ask your dad about it. Yeah. Speaking of, did your dad ever have a run-in with pirates while he was in the Navy? Did my dad ever run into pirates in the Mediterranean Sea in the No, in the like 70s? Somali pirates, like modern-day pirates. That's not the Mediterranean Sea. The short answer is no. Okay, you never know. <laughs> Might have seen a pirate vessel while he was out there. <laughs> Well, I wanted to tell a story about a specific pirate. His name is Edward, and I know you've heard of him. Snowden. Hang in there. Yeah, well, well, I almost did that. You know, I almost did that. I, I was curious about piracy in the modern age, and uh, then I got bored of reading about it, and so I learned about Blackbeard. Nice. Edward Teach. Or Thatch. No one knows. It could be either. Um, How but, much do they know about him? Not a lot. They know what's recorded in local governments where he was like, <laughs> he and his men were blockading certain ports. Sure. and Yeah, sure, good. Um, isn't, isn't, sorry to interrupt, <laughs> isn't one of the, the oh, that was good. <laughs> that was a I didn't think of that. Um, isn't one of the more famous ones that he did blockading the port of Charlotte or something like that? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And he mm. was, he was all over the Carolinas, specifically like Ocracoke later on, but. He was larger, like early on in his career, he was all over the West Indies. So I'll just read my thing here. You just stop me when you want, I guess. But he might have been born in England, Bristol perhaps, um, around 1680. He was maybe a sailor or a privateer during the War of Spanish Succession, also known as uh, Queen Anne's War. Um, before then, he'd like turned to piracy in this last golden age of piracy which the golden age of piracy apparently is 1650 to around 1720 so um he probably started his piracy in 1717 and he was serving actually second in command to a guy named captain ben ben hornigold hmm what a great pirate name ben hornigold yeah yes what does he want gold oh. Gold. He's horny for Why? it. He's <laughs> horny gold. It makes him horny. Yes. <laughs> uh, so they were in Nassau in the Bahamas where people go now to get pirate drunk. Uh, and they were doing that then. And together, those two, Horner Gold and, well, he wasn't Blackbeard at the time, Edward, together they attacked and they plundered merchant ships all of the time, all over the eastern seaboard of like colonial America. So then Blackbeard after that later met this guy, the Gentleman Pirate was his nickname. Uh, Steed. Bad pirate nickname. That's a good pirate nickname. Well, according to what I just said. And I know you've had pirates. Have you had a Gentleman Pirate? <laughs> you know, we're actually all kind of gentlemen. Yeah. <laughs> we're gentle men. Yes. Well, that guy's name is Steed. Steed Bennett, which I think, Bonnet. He should have just stuck with Steed. Mm. That's a better nickname. Um. And he had 
he had this like fleet of sh- of uh not a fleet of ships. It's called a sloop. It's a type of ship mm-hmm. called the Revenge. Ooh. That's a good boat name. I wish we went more into famous pirate ships. Yeah, we could have. That would have been a good list. Mm -hmm. Well, it gets better. Um, Blackbeard sailed to what's called the Windward Islands near St. Vincent, which is, like I said, like one of these string of islands just northeast of Venezuela. Um, And he captured a French frigate called La Concorda. I can't speak French, but that's as my closest guess. Concord conquered La Concorde, which was like a Guineaman. And a Guineaman was a slave ship. Okay. And so it was one of these ships you saw in your American history books, like the blueprints with all the yeah. guys like laid the transporter end end. ships. Yeah, these huge ships. Um, and so when he took that over, some of the slaves actually joined Blackbeard's crew. And the rest he just put on shore in, I guess, St. Vincent. So... Blackbeard then, when he had that ship, he renamed the ship Queen Anne's Revenge. I think that's a cool-ass boat name. And he fitted her with 40 guns, making her one of the most powerful ships in the area. So he was certainly outgunning any merchantmen in the area at the time, since it wasn't the time of, like, naval war. And so when he captured La Concorde, it was only carrying 14 of the 28 guns it could have been carrying. Only half of the guns it should have been. Um... But archaeologists now have identified at least 32 of the guns he's fabled to have had. Um, he had on on ship anti-personnel guns, right, which were shot at people. Yeah, your basic probably gun. Well, yeah, like a big cannon gun. But it know, probably shot like grape shot or something. Just like yeah, a, it was like shady. a blunderbuss. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There's, there's uh, and then, forks in it and shit. Yeah. Forks, yeah, yeah, they would use just that. anything that's on from, board. That's also from on. Pirates of the Caribbean. Mm-hmm. That's fun. They, they put like silverware in the guns. And I think that was accurate. Just that probably happened. anything yeah. in there. Yeah. Uh, and then guns that could blow holes, right? And other ships. And the largest gun they found could fire a six-pound cannonball one mile. Wow, that's insane on a boat. Crazy. Wow. So I wonder what that would do to like a fort. I don't know. We have, we have guns down here in the forts that shot. Yeah, in St. Saint Augustine. Yeah, they fired them way far away. I don't know Oh, how yeah, far. I can't remember. Crazy they, stuff. Some of their largest fort guns could hit ships out in the, you know, the bay. Which yeah. is crazy to me because, a, like, a cannonball is round, right? Mm-hmm. That's not very accurate. I don't think they could fire accurately at a mile. They just shoot they that far? they could fire a yeah. mile. It, must, it probably makes them more accurate when they're up close. I'm sure they missed a lot. <laughs> which honestly whatever that hit would suck even if it got it's close like, if it hit the water near a ship I bet you it still messed it up pretty good yeah so more on Blackbeard with his ship the Queen Anne's Revenge this badass gunned they the found this out. ship yeah it's found it's like officially off the north nor- the north the shore of North Carolina that's cool 28 feet underwater a wow. mile off coast right where they thought it would be are there pictures of it uh, there's pictures of the guns, but it's like pretty murky water up there. Oh. Yeah. Um, so he was, he was all over the Gulf, essentially, like from settlements to like Guadalupe and like all over the place, the Indies, Guadalupe. Um, but Spanish sailors around that area named him the Great Devil. Hmm. Uh, and he became like, right, one of the most notorious and feared pirates around there. I guess he would be like a gangster to them, right? Like a notorious gangster of the sea. 
Yeah, apparently. Well, and I was reading, doing the studying, he wasn't a guy going around killing people. So he was a nice pirate. He was a nice pirate. There's like almost no records of him actually killing people. And everyone thought he was really nice. And so he would just, I guess, threaten the hell out of people. Or maybe he got his crew to kill everyone else. And he just never killed anyone. So, yeah. Blackbeard? Yeah. That goes against everything I know. Oh. That's what I've read. That's good, though. I um, didn't know he was a stand-up guy. <laughs> At least on one leg. <laughs> was he one-legged? Nope. Well, so that, like, uh, some pirates, I can't remember again the name, sorry. Uh, but he would have a person dedicated on board on his ship to decide the justice of the ships that they captured. And then he would, you know, perform that justice but it wasn't up to him to decide. So if they decided we got to kill these people, he would go and kill them. If they decided we got to let them go, they would let them go. But he had dedicated one person as his judge. Was this guy ordained or something, the judge? No, yeah, I guess he was just a great a great judge of character. <laughs> so plunder? The only thing I could find that this guy really plundered, Blackbeard, was 100 barrels of wine, 120 barrels of flour, the indigo, the like stain, um, oils and spices. This guy stole a pantry. <laughs> yeah, that's like that's what he had. He like a stole a grocery list. <laughs> to be fair, a hundred barrels of wine is a lot of wine. Uh, yeah, probably was a lot of money. And hundred twenty barrels of flour back then goes a long. That's way. all that's on record. If he's, he's stealing, stealing trade ships for sure. He's so I mean, like, what yeah. if? The people that are around saying, yeah, he's super nice, didn't steal anything from us. These are just the people that are alive, that he left alive, that he didn't steal from. But there could be a ton of dead people with lost plunder that he did steal. You well, know for I mean? sure. He I didn't mean, leave anybody to tell the tale sort of thing. Dead maybe, man, tell no tale. I oh, guess. Maybe. Well, and that's, I think that happened around, there exactly. was this time he blockaded the port of Charleston, um, which was the capital at that time of the British colony in South Carolina. And so for six days, he stopped all ships entering or leaving the harbor and plundered them. Um, and so he definitely had a lot of stuff. And then he, he ransomed back passengers and crews of those ships back right. to the town. I just figure you don't become so like that's some pirate the ship. notorious, most notorious pirate without like killing some people. Well, I think that was one of the things is like he got this big ass ship. He he closed a port that's one of the largest ports in America for six days. So he didn't days. have to kill him. He just he just did some piracy. Yeah, that's some pirate ship. Yeah, shit, shit. pirate ship. ship, shit. So yeah, actually, what makes you a pirate? Are you a pirate because you steal? I think you have you? to have a boat. Probably a boat. That's the main thing. Mm -hmm. On a boat, and you're not representing any country. No, because that, that's what I'm Roger. saying. Like some of them did. Because if there's pirates in the forest, countries. they're not pirates. They're they're what are they? They're Robin Hood and the Merry Men. I feel like Probably be, like renegade. I feel like part of it is you have to be harassing people. We're just renegade just thieves, I would say. Right. I think thievery is probably on the necessary. sea. Mm hmm. Oh, but that's a good question. Yeah, I mean, there's pirate towns. I wonder if the law of the sea still applies today to like. Well, the they do have maritime law. No, no law zone. Right, maritime law, but it's what a. It's not oh, like. No, there still is laws that govern the sea, even if it's like, you know, nobody's land or sea. 
Mm. So with the whole Blackbeard thing, that brings me to some of the stuff that I read about, which is like pirate festivals and like pirate parties that we have. Oh, I didn't even get to the part where he dies. Oh, tell us how he dies. Tell us how he dies. Okay. His career comes to an end. He went straight. He got married. He brought his whole flotilla of ships to land and they made an encampment and was just forgiven of all of their like, uh, plundering. Yeah. Plundering. They were given amnesty entirely, which the, the queen was just offering to pirates in this area at the time. And so he just wasn't tired of it. And so he made a deal with one of the governors to go out and plunder more ships. And he was going to give him a cut. Um, but another guy was growing real tired of it. And so that was uh, Alexander Spotswood. These guys have great names. Lieutenant- I know. What, why don't we have these names anymore? I, I know. Um, <laughs> Alexander Spotswood. Uh, Lieutenant Governor of the neighboring colony, Virginia. He was outraged at the prospect of having the infamous and miscreant Blackbeard operating on his doorstep. And so November 22nd, 1718, Alexander Spotswood sent Royal Naval Lieutenant Robert Maynard and his crews from the HMS Pearl and the HMS Limion, looks like lemon, an expedition to catch Blackbeard by surprise at Ocracoke Island. Well, Blackbeard had relatively few men on his boat as most of his men were on shore at the time, but he decided to fight nonetheless. Long story short, he almost got away, but in the end, he was brought down in hand-to-hand fighting on the deck of his ship. When Blackbeard was finally killed, five bullet wounds, 20 sword cuts on his body, his head was cut off and fixed to the bowsprit, like the very front of the ship, as proof for the governor so that they could get the bounty. His body was thrown into the water, and legend has it that it swam around the ship three times before it sank. Blackbeard's awesome. (laughs) So he's part chicken. He's part chicken. (laughs) That's a good one. <laughs> Imagine so, rolling that ship up to the dock for the governor. <laughs> There's just a head on top and, but, of it. But it and would a, take a him so long to see. He'd be like, what's that on the front? Let me get a closer look. And he would have to get really close to realize, well, that's Blackbeard on Well, the if he was going to give them the bounty, they had to get right up next to him. That's what I'm saying. Anyway. Just the ship's no, bow like, coming right up to his window. Yeah. Just park it right in. <laughs> so Blackbeard... That whole thing about him. What was the name of the island? Ocracoke. Ocracoke. Yeah, off the coast I, I of never Carolina, forgot right? the name of that place because it was, as a kid, my grandma had a, the Ocracoke lighthouse on her bathroom wall. And I always thought, I love okra and I love coke. I want to go there. Combine the two of them. I'm sure they have both of those things and it has nothing to do with me. Well, <laughs> <laughs> after, uh, after his ship sank... North Carolina did a thing where they kind of latched onto the whole Blackbeard piracy thing as like a something they could throw festivities around, and they actually have a, a festival there around the 22nd of November, which I guess is the day he died. Mm-hmm. Is that right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, and they do a, they do a festival based around it, and they charge oh. you a buck an ear for entry. $2 a, a buck an ear. Boo. If that's not they correct. Said it. It's good. I it's love they said that. I hope it's it's on there? Okay, yeah, I'll forgive a, you it's then. It's a buck in here for entry. Um, but <laughs> they do good. like some, they just do a bunch of stuff around Blackbeard. That's like one of the, the more lame pirate festivals. Do they all wear fake Blackbeards and whatnot? I'd imagine. I've never been. Yeah. I'd like Apparently to go. Blackbeard put hemp in his beard and then would light it on fire when he got attacked. So it would smoke. That's hysterical. Smoke bomb. Yeah. 
<laughs> but yeah, there's a there's actually quite a few places where pirate ships have been discovered as sunk. And then they throw like little either festivals around it based on the time that they discovered it or they do they have like gift shops or something based around it. But we were talking about ships earlier and one of the ones that was found pretty recently if you consider recent 1984, which isn't for me because I wasn't alive then. Pretty recent. But it's called the the Wida pirate ship. It was owned by, I think, yeah, it's Black Sam Bellamy. Black Sam Bellamy. Yeah, Samuel Black Sam. And it sank off the coast of Cape Cod. And it was like legend that it existed there somewhere. They found it was like buried in like 15 feet of dirt and 30 feet of water. I don't know how they found it. I don't know how they find shit like that. Me neither. But it still had all its stuff. You know, it. Macy's grandpa used to do that stuff. He was a he owned treasure a hunter treasure hunting company in the Keys, and he would always go around. I can't believe that's a company. Yeah, well, it's the Keys, man. But yeah, off of Cape Cod, it's they true. have everything's a company down there. <laughs> uh, I've actually watched a or somebody mentioned this to me at work recently. We had like a little, a little one of those like work meeting things and there was somebody up there giving like a motivational speech about how you should never give up and one of the things he talked about was this guy that like he was from central like in the middle of america somewhere like wyoming or something (laughs) central america but north america (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah, central america you know the foreign country of wyoming but he was from that area and he had a passion of finding some pirate ship that he heard about a long time ago, like a sunken Spanish galleon pirate ship off the coast of the Keys. And he spent like 40 years going down there, taking trips and diving and like trying to find this stuff. Like his son died during the Sounds like a Nicolas Cage movie. It is. (laughs) (laughs) But no, he spent like all this time looking for it and he eventually found it and it was like millions of dollars worth of gold and shit. Do you get to keep that? No. But you do get a finder's fee. You know what it is. Yeah. Whatever happened to finders keepers? That's what I said. But what are you going to. At that point, you just become a pirate, right? (laughs) (laughs) Just put it on the ship and. Just put it on a ship and go. Yeah. Yeah, That would be so great. Becoming a real pirate, like a buccaneer pirate. What do you do with, like, doubloons? You can't buy shit in doubloons. No, you sell them. You sell them uh, at. You go to one of those. You sell them at places. Yeah. Gold for cash. Cash for gold places. Yeah. And they'll be like, wait. These are from the 1200s. Those are worth I can give way, you 10 bucks. <laughs> they're worth way more than their weight in gold. I got to call my buddy in here. Yeah. I know a guy that's really good on pirate treasure. Specializes in <laughs> Yeah. It's an actual pirate. <laughs> Other pirate festivals, the biggest one that's like most near and dear and it's actually the biggest one in the country that I could find in America at least hmm. is Gasparilla. Yeah, of course. It's like nationwide now. It's becoming I want to say like, oh yeah. It's one of the biggest parties in America. It got voted the number one party in America. I've still never been. It should go. It's crazy. You should go. Do you guys know the history of Gasparilla? I I know a little bit. I'll let you tell it, but it's really cool. I don't know that much. And it's not as like theatrical as I thought it was going to be. Like I thought it was like, oh, this pirate that like invaded the city and took it over and all that stuff. That never happened. Okay. That was like a construct of like part of the celebration. Okay. But there was a pirate. His name was Gaspar. Right, which is where Gasparilla came from, and he actually wanted to be called Gasparilla. He like nicknamed himself. Yeah, they all had nicknames, right? Yeah, it's kind of lame if you come up with your own, though. (laughs) That's true. (laughs) Like everybody's just calling him Gaspar, and he's like, "No, no, I'm Gasparilla now." Yeah, we don't really like that one. Yeah, it's Gasparilla. But he just kind of harassed Florida, right, off the coast of Tampa during like the 1800s into the early 1900s, which is sooner than I thought pirates would be around. 
Because like pirates, I always think the 1700s. I don't really think 1900s. Or 1600s even. Yeah. Yeah. But the whole premise of this celebration that we do is he, yeah, harassed the coast of Florida. Um, he, I don't know if he ended up dying, but he like got arrested or something and, and just became like a, a well-known mysterious figure, right? So he's like this mysterious guy that people don't really know much about. Oh. They just know he's a pirate, but he like made a name for himself being Gasparilla. And uh, yeah. He just opened a bar in Ebor. Yeah, he did. He opened a bar <laughs> in Ebor and restaurant. Uh, but there was a, there was actually, yeah, there was a battle. That's what it was. Got in a fight with the U.S. Navy. And lost? <laughs> Ended up dying. So in 1904, the city officials, right? I guess this is shortly after his death. He died in like early 1900s they decided to celebrate the victory of like defeating him by having a pirate party. Oh no. <laughs> what a great way. I love that. That's justice. And so yeah. that's Gasparilla that's now? Yeah. yeah. Oh my God. So they hey had... guys, how about we do the same thing next year? Yeah, we killed this pirate. Let's all dress up like pirates. Yeah. They adopted him as one of the patron rogues of the city. And now they do. A well, patron actually, rogue so of the city. <laughs> I, I rogue or rose? Rogue. Ro- what are you saying? <laughs> rogue. Rogue. Okay. I just said robe okay. that time. I, I thought you said robe. <laughs> I was, I was like, like patron rogue. <laughs> rogue, or, rogue or rose? Robe. Robe. The B. Um, I would like to be a patron rogue of something. <laughs> patron rogue of drinking too much late at night. You could do that. In my room. That makes sense. <laughs> patron rogue of stacking all your beers on your nightstand. Yeah. They get tall. You can be that. You are that. <laughs> That's you. <laughs> That's me. But I, I actually didn't know. So the whole pirate invasion thing was started by just a random group of people. They call themselves the Ye Old Crew of Gasparilla. And this is like, yeah. I, I don't know how long the pirate invasion's been going on, actually. I think it's like 40 years or something like that. We're still longer. being invaded? No, yeah. as in, um, but this Ye Old Crew, I looked into them a little bit. I can only imagine what they're like. Mm-hmm. Um, they rode in on horses in the original invasion, dressed as pirates oh, in masks. Did, these are like the guys that do the horses. These are the guys that do like the Groundhog Day celebration. You know? Do you know how we should do an episode on the Groundhog Day stuff? It's actually near and dear to my heart. But they have an entire <laughs> organization that is deep. Oh, we're, sh- we're going to do one on that. Groundhog Day will certainly happen. I have the most confused look on my face because that's I'm excited for that. I've never heard like, of that in my life. I like the Groundhog. I don't know what to call him other than a maestro because I don't know what he does. Well, that's the. Um, is he the grand maestro? No, it's oh. he has a name for it, but he. We'll get into that. That's later. So these. That's a great teaser. The. <laughs> it's so much. It's so much fun. Next week, the. So this crew or whatever they staged the attack. Now that became like a thing, which we've all been to Gasparilla, we as in in this room. And they do the whole thing with the the ship that sails into the bay. It steals right? the key. Wait, really? Yeah. So this the pirate Again, ship. I've never been. Yeah. Pirate ship sails into the bay, which is apparently one of the only fully functioning pirate ships in the world right now. Well, mm. I don't want to say it's not a pirate ship. What makes galleon. it a pirate ship? It's a galleon or sloon or something. It's probably is it made, made out of wood. Material. Yeah, probably made out of wood. I mean, it's not, parked. It's parked in the bay all the time. It's. I misspoke when I said pirate ship because it's not a ship that's actively acting in piracy. It's just a. <laughs> it's just an old school. Whatever it is, Sloop man. or whatever. What if they download a bunch of music on board? They probably do. Steal DVDs. <laughs> but they... <laughs> they sell DVDs. <laughs> <laughs> Up and down the so, shoreline. <laughs> uh, so they, they ride this ship in, right? And then the other boats go out and they meet the ship. It's really cool because they go out there as if they're going to like attack the ship. And then the whole storyline is like they go out there and then realize they can't beat the ship. So they turn around and ride right. back in with it. 
And that's when he was supposed to have like actually taken over the city. Because I've heard that that part was true. He never took over the city. That they tried to, but I know, that was, that was always a legend to me, that he tried to take over the city, was successful the first time, and then they fought him back eventually. I don't know, that's not what I read. I read that yeah. the, only, the only combat that happened was he got into a fight with the Navy and was killed. That's probably, honestly, the truth. Mm-hmm. But the legend is that... He took over the city. Yeah. I think that's a construct of the... I mean, it makes sense. It makes the storyline better, you know? It does, yeah. But then, yeah, they come in and then they surrender the key. The Sorry, the mayor surrenders the key to ye old mystic crew that ride in on the ship, and then we have the big party. Ye old mystic? Mm -hmm. Like magical? Yeah. Mm. And it's people dressed as pirates getting drunk on Bayshore Mm. and parades and a lot of music. But it's fun. It's the most pirate-like you can get in modern day, I think. Unless you go to Somalia. I was about to say. I don't even know if that's really much of a thing still anymore, though. Uh, Absolutely, yeah. Yeah. There's, like, ships that have to hire mercenaries to sit on the ship to defend against pirates. Yeah. You can go on LiveLeak and see that kind of stuff. Uh, No, thank you. I don't want to, but you can. Yeah, that was a good talk on pirates. I think we could do... Because I was going to say, we could do a whole two, three... I mean, this could be and is an entire podcast. I could talk more. <laughs> it's up to you. Don't. We're done. Yeah, we I was going to say one thing that I thought was funny was the whole idea how pirates spoke. Because you said that pirates were educated, right? Well, like, a lot of them are like farmers or right. not educated, but not... They weren't dumb. Buffoons. They probably spoke appropriately. Right, but so, they're not like the toothless, crazy old men all the time. Yeah. <laughs> I wish they were. But I, I just thought it was funny how we have like the idea of how pirates speak and it's yeah. the R and Avast yeah, yeah, yeah. matey and shiver me timbers. And Is that not true? None of that's true. Where's that come from? I don't know. Pirate Pop lore. culture. Because I was thinking if it these was... guys are actually like from England, from Spain, like they would have those types of accents. Of course they would. That's why it doesn't like learning about this stuff just makes me really question the stuff that you take for granted as a kid. Because I feel like it's the Disney portrayal of a pirate. But that's <laughs> yeah, what guy is has a sword in his hand going, Yarr! Yeah, like no, yeah. one, no one who was like that. who was who was two months prior a Spanish farmer. Yeah, no. <laughs> and there's there's also no It just doesn't make sense. There's no pirate like you can't hear a recording of a pirate. Like a real pirate. There's no pirate quotes. Of course, yeah. Like they didn't write anything down. Because you know what? They probably were near illiterate, but I would say that most people around that time mm-hmm. were probably illiterate. Mother, I'm going off to war and saying. Other than there was a ton of pirates, though. And um, I can't wait to be in battle and gain my my honor. And then he gets immediately on the ship, sets foot, just loses a leg, peg leg, <laughs> pierces his ears, a, pirate, pokes uh, out a parrot eye. comes and flies, <laughs> <Yeah>. lands <laughs> on his shoulder. He's <laughs> <laughs> just a, a miscreant of the seas now. <laughs> what is going on? You have with been pirates? you have been out to sea for three days. <laughs> and he's like, I was born. We're still scene. at the dock. Yeah. <laughs> I can smell her. The sea. There was that's a, a famous pirate. A famous pirate. Uh, Francis Drake was. Yeah. He was the like, best Drake since uh, the Drake that came out of Toronto. Yeah, he was a super famous like British commanding officer or something. Yeah, yeah, like very well renowned in the he area. He was like a knight, right? Wasn't he Sir Francis well, no, Drake? Not, no, he wasn't. He wasn't? A knight. Oh. No, um, but he he then became a pirate. You know, it's fun stuff. I feel like I, people do it backwards now. They're a gangster yeah. and then they become famous. Yeah. These are people that were straight that did, they went like straight they to They were crime. famous then became a gangster. Yeah. <laughs> they well, they were straight. 
straight to crime. You yeah. know, and the reason why I came to that is reading about the there's a holiday called Talk Like a Pirate Day. Yes. On September 19th. Which so, now so I'm just going to speak like a small little British boy. There you go. That's probably more accurate. Yeah, just speak but in your native tongue. I wonder, because I've never read like pirate poetry, but I wonder if it was... Pirate poetry? Yeah, like poetry about pirates. Oh. Or like anything oh, written about like pirates. By pirates. Yeah. I don't think they wrote poetry. I mean, they had songs, right? Are any of those songs legitimate? Yeah, what do you do with a drunken sailor? What yeah. do you yeah, do they with used a drunken to sing some songs. For sure, how else would you entertain yourself out? I do have a quote from Blackbeard if you would like to hear it. Yeah, what did it sound I like? I gotta find it. All right, this is a reported exchange of views between Teach, Edward Teach, Blackbeard, and Mr. Maynard, who eventually, I think, killed him. Damn you for villains. Who are you? And from whence came you? The lieutenant made him answer. You may see by our colors we are no pirates. Blackbeard bid him send his boat on the board. Some of this is italicized. Uh, That he might see who he was. But Mr. Maynard replied thus. I cannot spare my boat. They have the same voice? Yeah. They're (laughs) pirates. There's only one pirate boat. Okay. Uh, But I will come aboard of you as soon as I can with my sloop. Upon this, Blackbeard took a glass of liquor and drank to him with these words. Damnation, seize my soul if I give you quarters or take any from ye. In answer to which, Mr. Maynard told him that he expected no quarters from him, nor should he give him any. And there's some pirate quotes. Ah. That didn't sound like it was our. Look, I was all over the place. I agree, but uh, (laughs) that's how they spoke. Yeah, but to the effect of (laughs) it probably was just normal talking with an English. Yeah, they're probably just yelling across boats. Yeah, I'm just glad that Blackbeard drank. We should do as a part two of this because I wanted to really learn a lot about the Kraken, and I never did. Well, we can um, do that in mythological creatures or something. Yeah, that's true. That we part. could have a cryptids episode. But one thing that yeah. I thought was weird is you said something about how women on board were bad luck or bad news or whatever. There but were many there were, women. There were female pirates. Oh, yeah, many for sure. women. I'm saying that it was like a superstition, though. Yeah. So, like, there's people that don't believe in a lot of superstitions. And I think that was probably earlier in piracy and, like, toward, you know, later yeah. times they were allowed more. Every no, there was, like, a queen of pirates. And, yeah, there was a ton of women no pirates. Women on board. Um, but it was also a Calypso, superstition right? of hierarchy that like a woman on board could be seen as bad luck. Same as bananas, I've heard. I th- something about bananas. There is something about yeah, bananas. Yeah, bananas, bananas on a boat is bad luck. Yeah. Because like you a slip. Thing. That's like a, no, that's the thing when you go As fishing. soon as I see a banana boat, I slip. But this is what I'm saying. These like fishing things, like you know this stuff. But yeah. it's it's so funny that it's just, it's, yeah, it's, and next time somebody's like, oh, it's just foolish. Be like, look, I just adhere to hierarchy. <laughs> all right well um with that i think we should uh dock uh all right well thank you so much for joining us join us next time when we talk about djs D- <laughs> <laughs> djs people named dj djs i yes, DJs. or Don't, groundhog day D- i think we're uh, we pulled djs we're gonna do djs uh i'm gonna talk about groundhog day yes, yeah, yes. all right bye